0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. ctmobile.com All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Man, I tell you what, I am pumped. You're pumped? I'm pumped, man. I come in the studio today. Kind of got like John Travolta. Boom. Doing staying alive, staying alive, doing the strut coming up in the studio. Calm down, calm down. Feeling good, man. I feel like Macho Randy, Randy the Macho Man Savage, Mm -hmm. come walking up in here. Oh yeah, I do, man. Like I needed like intro music. Was that good? It was that good. Okay. I mean, I'm feeling great, man. That's that's great. I mean, I'm like high on life right now.
1: I'm high on something. Nah, never
0: mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, somebody's gonna get a pee test. (laughs) So, what's going on today? What's happening? Oh, man, we got all kinds of great things we're talking about today. We're talking about collectible cars, I know you got a whole stack of news stories over I here. do,
1: I do. Well, got yeah, all kinds of good stuff. You want just, you know what, you want to hop right into it?
0: Hey, like a bunny.
1: All right, let's do this. All right, so, um, Amazon. Now,
0: I'm going to tell you, I'm a big fan of Amazon.
1: Well, I, I, I'm starting to have a little problems with Amazon, but we won't get to that right away. We're going to get into what they're doing. Here. Amazon, you talking about them tall women? Well, no, not them. I ain't got a problem with them. Not at all. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. But, um,
0: Climb them like a tree.
1: So we've been talking about electrical cars uh, recently a lot. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, the problems we have with electrical cars, you know, refueling, you know, especially you in the Midwest, there's nothing. There aren't even gas stations out there, much less electrical fueling stations. Um, not have
0: power out there yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some places that probably don't. Um, I mean... I ain't, Vri- see,
0: I ain't seen too many plug-ins in a cow pasture.
1: Verizon ain't even got coverage out in some of them places, and I mean, they're good for everywhere. So, I mean, it, it's like no man's land. But Amazon has recently uh, gained the patent to what could be the solution. Amazon? Amazon. Um, Amazon is proposing drones that can recharge electric cars even while they're driving.
0: Now, I'm going to fit in on a little secret on why this would be bad.
1: (laughs) Oh, I can think of a number of reasons.
0: Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's all cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, somebody that came up with this has watched, like, Tron one too many times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the futuristic thing. Like, it's neat. Can you imagine some little battery-powered thing flying through the air that has, like, a lithium battery they'll charge in it?
1: Well, it better be quick.
0: Well that and how about something else? Because you got rednecks with guns that are looking for things to shoot.
1: No, not not down here in the south we don't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if they
0: shoot squirrels, they'll shoot these things.
1: All right, here's my cool problem. This is it'll be a hilarious problem, but it'll be a problem nonetheless. All right. So you're driving down ninety five and your little drone or your little uh your little eco friendly electric car, right?
0: Like I have so got this pictured right now, but the car's got like a little wind up thing on the back of it.
1: All right, so you're riding in this little thing, and you're like, oh, I'm going to hit my Amazon button because I'm about to run out of juice. And you're like, Amazon drone on the way. You know what I'm saying? And you see it in your rearview mirror, and it's coming over top of you, and it's coming in for a landing. And all of a sudden, you don't see it no more because it just plowed through an interstate sign. <laughs> and it's laying <landed laughs> down the middle of it. Well, AM. hopefully they'll
0: have that part figured out. But, I mean, that's just a very odd thing. Or how about, I mean... I can see so many problems, and then you got these little. And I seen the picture of it. it's like a little bug flying through the air, like a yeah. big bug. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's just asking. Them. Somebody shoot that electric tarantula, <laughs> or what about the rainstorm wind? It's fighting wind variables and all. It's electric. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, water in that is not going to mix that well. And, I
0: mean, it's not going to go good. I mean, so, I mean, they just made the iPhone waterproof like this year.
1: <laughs> well, maybe the technology. And now,
0: and now we're sending flying batteries through the air.
1: Well, maybe the technology exists for these flying batteries to come Can you imagine what them? happens
0: when you lick a 9-volt? Can you imagine 240 <laughs> volts? Yeah.
1: All right. Now, here's the cool aspect of this. So, literally, you can keep driving. And I wonder if they charge for this service. I wonder if this like just goes right to your debit card and you just paid for it. I promise
0: you, if Amazon's doing something with it, it charges that card. Imagine that.
1: So, I I have a grassy null theory on this, but we're going to get to that here in a few. I I do. I have a big grassy null theory to this. But for right now.
0: (laughs) Calm down, Jesse Ventura. It's all good.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I want you to imagine this world that we're living in, though, because you can literally drive forever with no worries of ever stopping. You can stay in your car forever. All you gotta do is reach over and hit that magical Amazon button and order a charge. How does this work for criminals?
0: Well, can you they could, just shut that service down? Yeah, I'm I'm assuming. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's a bad guy. Or the cops could shoot the thing down. <laughs> just saying.
1: Just build a uh, city of Greer for the Amazon drone. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, pop.
0: I imagine it's <laughs> a pretty expensive little item, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, drones aren't cheap in and of themselves for a good one, much less one that can do this. So imagine a car with a docking system on the roof of it, though, for this thing, like, just come in for the landing, land on the roof.
0: And, I mean, you got to think about, like, the water tightness of these things, like connections. Like, imagine when you're washing your car and get electrocuted
1: yeah so car makers and suppliers are working hard on new battery technologies like solid state batteries which would allow drones to carry vast more mileage to waiting cars um you know and yeah solid state batteries gonna last may help a car last a lot longer which i think then they'll work on this technology with the electric cars in general because right now like with the teslas the model 3 we're seeing like 300 miles to the charge so I think you're definitely gonna want more than that.
0: Well, it's impressive, and I mean, around town, you will never need any more than that.
1: Oh, I agree with you there.
0: I, I mean, it's 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 really, I mean, it's great for around town, but like, I think this is gonna be like for more, like your highway guys oh, travel.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and you got companies talking about producing all electric big rigs.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got another one. How about if you're just driving down the road and you see this flying thing attached to the top of a car? That's taking your eyes off the road.
1: It is. I mean, we're talking about a lot more distractions coming up in in our normal daily driving. When you got drones that, no doubt, this one guy in front of you is not going to be the only guy using one. So you're going to have multiple drones just flying all over. So now we're going to have this airspace to worry about. So what if you got a lifted truck and this thing comes through and just smacks the side of it? How
0: about if little Billy's flying his cat?
1: Yeah, and it just hits a drone. Yeah. I mean, so there's all kinds of variables the way in the consideration on this. I mean, I think this technology is amazing. Um, I would, you know, I would like to see the future come with stuff like this, but it's also a bit scary. I if I ever deliver pizzas with a drone. Well, Amazon is talking about using drones to deliver all kinds of things. So, I mean, the possibility for, you know, food delivery. I buy hair
0: gel on Amazon.
1: But But let me tell you, you're also eliminating jobs. You are eliminating. You're creating jobs. new ones, but you're eliminating ones for. Well, you're making tech jobs. Yeah, you're cre- everybody's pretty much gonna have it to be a tech.
0: Well, that I mean, there's somebody's got to pilot these things. I mean, you would think.
1: No, I mean they're gonna work or like automated cars. Well, but I mean you kind of gotta. You would think there'd be a got, monitoring system of some a, sort. Of
0: something, you know. I mean, you just can't have them zooming around on their own.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Terminator, I guess. Yeah. Really. see
0: how that turned out
1: so so do we have time for me to get my soapbox for the grassy knoll theory here
0: i tell you what here's your soapbox i just slid
1: it over there here it is all right so this is going to dab a little bit into religion and i I don't think anybody has a problem with that so i remember years ago when in in the religious realm people were flipping out over like buy low bonus cards you gotta have this card you know to do anything with at the store and they're worried about the future and it's basically leading to like the mark of the beast and you gotta have this chip to, you know, do anything with and people were freaking out like over that. Like your it. debit card. Like your debit card. And people were freaking out over that. And I remember those times. Well, now let's advance that. And everybody thought it was gonna be Walmart was gonna be your big your big leader in all this. I think it's Amazon.
0: Sam Walton is not the devil.
1: Sam Walton is not the devil, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but no no, I mean I want you to think about. It. Look at what all Amazon is doing. They're getting into the food industry now. They're getting into the car industry, with even talks of producing their own electric car. Now we flash back to GM wanting to go all electric. Countries like China are banning uh, gas-powered, diesel-powered engines.
0: I think I know where you're going with this.
1: So, pretty soon, if everything goes the way they want, we're going to live in a country to which there's no combustion engines. It's going to be all electric cars. Amazon's going to be producing these cars. Amazon's going to be fueling these cars. Amazon's going to be fueling us with food. Amazon's going to have complete and under control.
0: You know what? They just need to change the name of the earth to Hoover. You know why? (laughs) Because it's going to suck. That's why.
1: Well, it is. And and think about if you don't conform to what whoever is over Amazon wants— then you're SOL, my friend. And speaking of conforming and being SOL, we're going to be SOL with the show if we don't stop and take a commercial break.
0: All right, guys. I'll tell you what, stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm
1: on 1063 W O R D.
0: All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And wow, while electricity is the devil with <laughs> Mr. Odd Rod <laughs> Pettit
1: himself. What's happening, man? I'm telling you. So, okay, all right. So if I'm you I'm about to turn the lights out because it's the devil. It is. So if you weren't tuned into our first segment and you missed out. We're talking about Amazon and Amazon building these drones that can actually come along and charge your cars and then what all Amazon is getting into especially with the car world but not only that but how it affects our lives in general. I mean, we've even we we're looking while we we're on Commercial Break there that Amazon even considered buying out Whole Foods at one point in time. So imagine this company that now controls... I
0: wouldn't exactly say controlling all the food by buying whole
1: food. No, no, no. Not controlling all the food, but having a heavy step into it. If you ever sat down... And this is my imagination of what Amazon is going to turn this country into. If you ever sat down and watched the uh, Disney Pixar movie, WALL-E... Great movie. Great movie. And... But you watch the people in there and how they just rode around on these cars and hit a button when they wanted something. This is where our future is headed. We have drones now. They're patent. We don't have them yet, but they're patent to come and fill our cars up for us with electricity. We have a company, the same company makes that very car, not yet, but in the future, makes that very car that we're driving. They're looking at possibilities of being in the food industry and delivering that very food we need. Well, they
0: already deliver food. They have Amazon Pantry already. There
1: you go. And and can do this from a drone, so we never even have to leave the house. Do you realize
0: what I just did, though? I mean, yesterday, I ordered deodorant, hair gel, body wash, shampoo, toothbrush, toothpaste, and laundry detergent. On Amazon.
1: It'll all be delivered to your house in two days.
0: Exactly. Amazon Prime,
1: yeah. And you don't even have to go to the store.
0: I love it. It's convenience. It's
1: it's convenience, but that convenience comes at a price.
0: Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It's $99 a year.
1: (laughs) No. Look at it this way. You know, it's furthering... worsening our country as far as our social aspect you're not getting out and interacting with people not that you have Dude. a need for that but i mean for the majority of people you're not getting out and interacting with people now you don't even have to stop at the gas station oh yeah sure it's safe you don't have to deal with the bad people in this world but i think it's destroying I mean, I've been to
0: some shady gas stations i have too
1: <laughs> this week even um but on the way here <laughs> on the way here but i'm what i'm saying is is this is causing a social decline in our country. I mean, it's bad enough now we only look up from our cell phones to talk to each other. We barely look up from our cell phones to drive. Speaking of which, while I'm on that rant, if I see you driving with your cell phone in your face, I will blow the horn at you and probably swerve toward you to scare the crap out of you. I'm just saying. I will probably... Hey, ditch- I actually
0: did that while I had my face in my cell phone. <laughs> and I'm like, put your phone down, dummy.
1: So... I mean, I don't know. I just don't like what all this technology is doing to us as a country. We don't even look at each other to talk anymore. You sound like my grandpa. Well, I mean, it's the truth, though. It's it's the God's honest truth. Go
0: ahead and say, back
1: in my day. Um, Back in my day.
0: we didn't have all that stuff well
1: you know what and i'm young i'm 27 years old but i remember going to school before cell phones were a thing i remember actually having to talk to somebody or have you seen a cute girl actually having to slide her a note or actually walk up cell to phones and say, were around before you were
0: born I'm going to they were around
1: that. before i was born but they weren't relevant like they are today text you know, we, messaging wasn't a really a thing it I mean, wasn't it at all yeah yeah was, you, you guys paged each other we did have beepers But And I remember the beeper times. I mean, it was before I carried one around. I never actually carried one around. But what I'm saying is there's no interaction anymore.
0: Remember all the codes, like they send you the little codes and stuff?
1: (laughs) I actually do. Yeah. But, I mean, you see people now that sit in the same room and text one another. And and now this technology is carrying over into our cars and just kind of ruined the driving experience. I mean, everything that was cool about growing up, they're now taking it away. Oh, yeah. I I mean, mean, well,
0: it's the changing times, too, though.
1: Yeah, but is it good? Is it for the good? I mean, you know, I remember when I was, like, young, when I was, like, 12, 13, I was looking forward to the day of getting my first car. You know, I want a hot rod. I want something to go fast Then, want something to impress all my buddies. Where are you going to get it now? The cool new blue Prius? Hey, it's, you know, it's electric. It gets 350 miles to the charge. Because
0: some women think economy is sexy. Hang
1: on. Let me rev it up for you. That's it. I mean, I don't know. It's just taking away what what I remember growing up as a kid was, like, all that's getting taken away from us now.
0: Well, the thing you got to remember, Rod, is, like, you know, we can watch Happy Days. I'm just using this for an example. And you're looking at it, and you're, and you're like, man, look at the time. And everything was simpler and everything was cleaner and all that. It has gotten better since the 50s. You know why? Because people were dying of polio. Okay, I mean, things yeah. happen. And, and, and there's some things change. Everything changes. Everything changes. Like the notes. I mean, I used to do the little notes in school, back and forth and all that. But now that's not a thing because they, they text each other.
1: Yeah, but there's no talking. There's no social interaction.
0: And and, and it has changed. You've, you've made some very socially awkward people in this world. Very socially. Like, I was getting my hair cut just last night, and she could not make eye contact with me.
1: But she could probably sit there and text you the whole time. Oh, yeah.
0: Cause, I mean, sent me a friend request. Yeah, within ten minutes later. What's going on, Bob? But anyway, but do you know what I'm saying? Send me a friend request on Facebook, and you can message you back and forth. But couldn't even carry a conversation while she was cutting my
1: golden locks. Uh, and those are beautiful. golden they are.
0: Ones. I mean, they are sharp. But I mean, yeah. I mean, and it might have been the hair that got her. I don't know.
1: And I don't know. And that's why I rant so much about the electric car movement, the automated car movement. I mean. I just don't like what it's doing to us as a people. I don't really care if there's automated cars driving up and down the road. Hell, they'll probably drive safer than half the people that are out there driving now. Uh,
0: uh, you know what? I, and I got to say this. You know, I've got a new Silverado, and it's got that lane thing. Yeah. That warning stays up more than anything on my dash.
1: Yeah, It's probably because you're texting and driving the whole no, time. No, I'm not
0: texting and driving, but you know, I may, I like to use all of my lanes.
1: Well, when you pay taxes for both sides. I mean, exactly. I mean,
0: like I'll stay in the lines, but I'm gonna go to the very edge of each one.
1: But you know what? And speaking of driving while we're on the soapbox and while we're on how horrible I'm people are I'm
0: heating my tires do- up. Leave me alone.
1: Mm. While we're on how horrible people are and how horribly they drive. Please God, this is for for my safety only. When you well, it's for everybody's When you're turning, get in your immediate lane. Do not cut lanes of traffic. I watched a wreck today right outside of work. A lady was turning, and she decided to turn into the middle lane of a three-lane road.
0: You just sounded like my mother when you said
1: that. Right outside my work. Well, I mean, my truck's been totaled outside of there. My friend's truck's been totaled outside of there. I've watched five cars in the past... I don't know, four days get total outside of there. And a lot of it has to do because people don't know how to drive. So, yeah, maybe automated cars aren't so bad. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe the last two months of me ranting and raving about automated cars, maybe I just need to throw that out the window, go back in the podcast and delete it because maybe, you know what, they aren't that bad because half you can't even drive anyhow. Tell us
0: how you really feel. No, right? I mean, I'm just don't saying. Don't
1: hold back. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just don't saying. Don't I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm going
0: to tell you something. They're going to take. They're going to take my steering wheel from my cold dead hands. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that now. <laughs> I agree. I don't, with I don't need. I don't need Johnny Five driving my car for
1: me. I agree with you. But like the last three wrecks I've been involved with, I wasn't even behind the wheel of the car. The last one, I wasn't even in the car.
0: If, I want, if I'm going to get in a wreck, I want to be able to claim, like, yeah, I did that. See, that's how I feel. I don't feel. want a power surge to be the reason I have a wreck. That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Well, you know how I feel? I how feel we need to shut up and do this commercial break. All right, let's do it. All right, guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, and I'm over here looking at Odd Rod, and he looks... Like he has a smart, like a smart face right now. Like he, like he's like, hmm. Like he I mean, just I discovered been, something.
1: You know what? I am an educated man.
0: You are an educated man.
1: And after... You
0: graduated I'm, from sixth grade, which is like high school and union, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's legit.
0: I mean, straight up. You're right? like the Victorian of the sixth grade.
1: Exactly. All right, so we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're done with the grassy knoll theory. Uh, if you have any thoughts or aspirations on that, just send it into our Facebook page and we'll... We might comment on it, might share it online. You never know, you never know. But let's shift gears to some more entertaining things. All right,
0: I gotta do, feel we're not shifting gears, like with a shifter. We're shifting gears with our feet on this. Yes, we are. Does the name Paul Tuttle, Junior and Senior, ring a bell to you? Yes, they do ring a bell from American Chopper. That's right, okay. Orange County, New Chop York. Us.
1: Yes, Orange County Choppers. So, uh, the Discovery Channel is reviving the iconic motorcycle construction reality series, American Choppers. How do you feel about this?
0: I feel they're beating a dead horse. Oh. I mean, this show is on for 10 years. You're right.
1: 223 episodes. That's insane. 42 minutes long I mean, do you keep
0: in mind, Fast and Loud feels like it's been on forever. Fast and Loud's been on for six seasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Ten seasons. Yes. Of... The same motorcycles, but different colors, right? And the same two idiots fighting,
1: right? Well, occasionally the third,
0: yeah. A father and a son arguing. I want to tell you something. I live that life every day of my life. I don't need that.
1: (laughs) So, so you don't think the famous father and son team back building these crazy craftsmanship motorcycles is where it's at?
0: You mean bolting together, fabricated? Bikes—they're already basically like big model cars that they paint different colors.
1: I know they did some fabrication work there.
0: Yeah, like they put a light on top of the tank.
1: No, I mean you got like the firefighter bike they built for 911. There was some fab work that went on that. I've seen some of their bikes are pretty quality.
0: You ever seen him make a frame?
1: No, I have not. I've seen them customize a frame?
0: I've seen Jesse make a frame <laughs> from a from a straight piece of stock. Well, you know what? I'm just throwing that out there. I've
1: never built a frame for a car either. That's beside the point.
0: Just saying, you don't own a chopper shop either.
1: But what I'm saying, you so you think this is bad?
0: They build Lego bikes.
1: <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I think this was a great show. I, I think I mean it was, it
0: was cool at first. I think it got beat to death, and they came back with the whole father and son thing and all that. It's just too much. I mean it was like 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 that like the drama. They were sprinkling it. It's like a pepper shaker, and then the top fell off like it all dumped in there.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It was their best show they've ever had. It was Discovery's best show.
0: For the longest time, I, I believe Fast and Loud's giving it a run for its money right now. There's a lot of Richie Rich hawks right there out there now.
1: I man, I don't know. I, I think if they, you know, which they already have, they came out and said we're bringing it back. I and it think, comes out in May. Yeah, I, I think there'll be plenty of uh, people viewing this. I will be.
0: Well, you know, they sold the Orange County Choppers. It's gone. The building's yeah. gone, and I think they're starting out on a smaller scale, basically starting all over again. Which maybe is for the best. Well, you know, when they were in the old shop, I liked it a lot better. I mean, they had Orange County Choppers, everything. They merchandised out. They killed it. They had a restaurant. I mean, it was just too much of a good thing.
1: Well, yeah, Paul Sr., he revamped Orange County Choppers, turning it into a complex with a shop, cafe, bowling alley, restaurant, and, of course, the showroom. Um but didn't come without any hefty price tag, and, and it cost him a lot of money and a lot of overhead. You know, we actually
0: it, foreclosed on that place. Yeah,
1: like lack of foot traffic. So yeah, it it did. Um ended up with a foreclosure, and he lost his own shop.
0: That's insane. I mean, and I mean, I, I have nothing against Paul Tuttle. He's a character. I mean, I'm sure in person he's a nice guy, but you know, when you go to biker build offs and things like that. Like, I remember the days back when Billy Lane and you yeah. had you know Jesse James up Indian there. and Larry. Yeah, exactly. You had those guys. Those guys were bike builders. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, Aaron Kaufman, he's a bike builder. Yeah. Orange County Choppers, they built some neat looking stuff. Well, there But they I'll neither. be honest with you, you could build the same bike that Orange County Choppers is because if you've got a JNP catalog, you can build one.
1: And, and I agree with it. It's a lot like I, I, I complain now with the baggers of today. You know, I used to like those bikes. I used to think they were awesome until I realized those just fiberglass components you ordered for your Harley and slammed them on there. And there's some custom ones
0: out there. But yes, the majority of them are pretty much color by number.
1: But I, you know what? I think the reason why everybody liked them, and I'm not a big motorcycle guy. I love them or I, I like them a lot. I'm not like a are huge... you a little
0: motorcycle guy
1: I am a little motorcycle guy I'm not a huge like enthusiast when it comes to motorcycles but anytime that shows ever came on I sit down and watch it because it was entertaining
0: it, and it was entertaining because it's not about the bike it's about the fight yeah kind of like the dirt track
1: yeah I mean it, it yeah, exactly you go to the fight and hope a race breaks out and and that's that's what American Choppers was you, you know you watch this family feud and hope that they build a cool bike in the end.
0: I mean, basically, it's like a soap opera in a bike shop.
1: Right. Which is what... Because
0: every time they went to a commercial break, the drama just started.
1: Which is what Fast and Loud is today.
0: Building the cars. Yeah.
1: But, I mean... I don't know, it was something cool about seeing Paul Tuttle slam a door, seeing Paul Jr. like throw a chair at the door. There's and, nothing
0: like daddy issues, it just gets the people watching.
1: Exactly, Mike over there looking all stupid, wondering what's going on, well, I'm on Vinny little, complaining because he wanted to finish building uh, a bike. Just
0: feeling a little secret, it's not real hard for Mikey to look stupid, it's just like that comes <laughs> natural. <laughs>
1: But I, I don't know. I mean, Paul Junior stepped off. Had Paul Junior designs or Paul Total designs?
0: What was it PJR oh, yeah, or something, like, or something like, that. like that? Yeah.
1: Vinny stepped off. Went to a shop in New York. I mean, I don't know what Mikey's done. I guess just wrote him. I'm
0: pretty sure he's getting he's colored. I heard he's staying in the lines and everything now. Wow, that's
1: cool. I, I thought he worked at McDonald's there for a little while. I, I have no idea what he does. Well, I don't think nobody
0: does. I don't think they really don't care either. But, you know, and I mean, and Paul Tuttle, you know, like, he's done Made Buddies with Jesse James now. Like, Jesse James built a car for Paul Tuttle uh, a yeah. Model A. But... Uh, You know, I'm sure Paul a good guy. I mean, it's all characters. Keep in mind, guys, these are actors. I mean, in every sense of the word. They're motorcycle guys, but they're actors first and foremost. And their show, I wish them the best of luck with it. And I think, you know, breathing a little life, because, you know, the motorcycle crowd's a big thing. I just hope it's not a repeat performance of 10 years ago.
1: Well, I mean, it will probably be a repeat performance of 10 years ago, and that's, that's probably actually what they're hoping for.
0: Well, I mean, no. I mean, the ratings
1: were through the roof on that.
0: Yeah, but they were starting to drop like a rock. People were getting tired of it. They were getting washed out there and, that, and that's the thing. Throwing it back in their face two years later, I don't know if that... Or five years later, rather, it's not going to fix it.
1: But how long can you go on with a show that okay these people pump out bikes and yep the next one's cool the next one's cool the next one's cool i
0: mean they're all the same they all have the same sns motors on they all had this, i mean they were just alike. i mean like the billet wheels were different and, the colors and were and different.
1: and that's a, that's another thing you know it's american choppers but the chopper thing is not big anymore exactly so are they going like are they going to keep up with the times I mean, are they these going to be are, working on baggers now exactly which is another cutting tr- cookie cutter bike but like still I just said. but it's
0: the new trend though are they going to build bobbers are they going to build something custom I mean, they're just – I mean, it's just kind of beat to death, all of it is. And right see, now.
1: I think that's where the drama comes into play, because, I mean, it's a lot like fast and loud. How often can you build another C10 truck that's dropped or another – Oh, they're
0: building a step van now.
1: Well, I mean, how long can you keep doing that and not get repetitive of like, oh, we lowered this one, oh, we put the same wheels on this one. Oh, oh, it's been painted a different color this time. How long can you do that without mixing in a little drama? or like a little well, fu- feud with uh four hundred five and getting into the mega race and exactly you got know, you got to
0: you, you know you got to turn it up. I understand that, but if it's the same thing over and over again, I just don't think the the crowd's going to be there like it was before.
1: I, I don't know. I
0: I see the demographic changing a lot.
1: Yeah. And, and you look at bikers nowadays, and, and it's not what it was. Maybe, like,
0: Paul Tuttle's on meds now, so he's kind of calmed down. And, <laughs> and Junior, like, took a bite all, so he kind of chilled out, too. And, <laughs> and 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 Mikey, like, ate a jelly bean. But you know what I'm saying. And, like, they're all kind of happy, and, like, they work together, and they build bikes. You know, like like, I want to see
1: that. I, I don't know. You can do a lot with a bike, though, and there's a lot, a lot of room to make very custom bikes. So I think that aspect of it, I think the bike-building aspect of the show, I think, will always be entertaining. Because, yeah, I don't care how cookie-cutter they are. You're always wanting to see what they're going to do next as far as that goes. Um, you know, it's kind of like what we talked about. It can be cookie-cutter, but, you know, Detroit Steels, you can throw them on anything, and you're going to be entertained by it and look.
0: Yeah, point.
1: So, I mean... <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I think there's a market for this show. There's not really uh, much catering to the bike guys on TV. They got a name. Their shop has a face to it. The, you know, they're very reputable. I don't
0: know. I mean, they're well known. I mean, you go into any Hard Rock Cafe, and there's probably going to be an Arch County chopper there that was built for a rock star.
1: Right, right.
0: I mean, they built a bike for Snap-On. They built a bike for everybody. They a Yeah, they built a bike for Cardinal Metal Buildings. I mean, they built a bike for everybody.
1: So, I, and I like the theme bikes. I did. I I like that aspect of it. It's funny you said that. My
0: favorite line ever from the Biker Build-Off, the last one they did. Jesse James is like, hey, what theme are you using for your bike? I'm going with a motorcycle theme. I'm building a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> and you know what? And I see that aspect of it, too. But to me, I mean, I don't know. And this is my artistic side, I guess, coming out a little bit of the creativity. I like the theme bikes. But. I mean,
0: it's kind of like. In the biker world, I take Paul Tuttle like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and <laughs> Jesse James is like a real biker. But I tell you what else, we got to have some real commercials in here to pay the bills, too. That's true. Odd Rod, we got a lot more for these people. Guys, stay tuned. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm uh,
1: 1063 W O R D.
0: All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Now I'm going to tell you something. Now, I was just reading your lips as you were reading your notes over that commercial break, and I'm going to tell you something. I I think I read your lips in a way that I hope I read them wrong. I don't think you did. Did you just tell me about something mid-engine and use the word Corvette in it?
1: I did, actually. So Say it isn't so! Well, it is. So, if you've been anywhere besides under a rock in the past week or so... There's been pictures popping up all over online, and it is of the new mid-engine Corvette.
0: You know what? What? Did you hear that? Yeah, that's the bald eagle crying. I <laughs> see this. That's
1: where, the apple pie getting cold. This is where. Uh, this is where we. Uh, this is where we disagree. So these pictures were taken of this car, aspired at McDonald's in Cadillac, Michigan. Uh, and it's wrapped up fully so we can't see any details of it and i've been searching the interwebs for details on it and i found a couple of the prototype renderings but that's about it but there's been talks of this car for quite some time a 32 valve powered mid-engine
0: corvette well you know a 32 valve corvette is nothing new the zr1 corvette was 32 valve corvette. right you are right you are was the North Star platform for an engine, which yes, has sir. also made its way into the Cadillacs and also in a four-liter version in the
1: Oldsmobile LSS and Aurora. Yes, sir. You are correct. So, obviously, you feel a bit opposed to this.
0: This is my problem with it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm listening, I'm and, I, and I
0: know where you're going to come from. This is where youth. This is where youth and history clash. Mm. Youth side of it. Ferraris do it. Lamborghini does it. I understand that. And it's a sports car. And the Corvette is, I'll be honest with you, is neck and neck with all those cars now. This is the problem I have. I go to work every day, Monday through Friday, and what do I see? A 67 Corvette, a 63 Corvette, a 61 Corvette, a 66 Corvette. And you know what? Every Corvette from 1953, or heck, let's say 1955 to 2017 have in common? A V8. A V8 rear-wheel drive, front-engine, rear-wheel drive car. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I knew Corvette purists that were spitting nails when the C6 came out with no flip-up headlights. (laughs) And then didn't even have the four round-tail lights in the back. This is the thing. They're ripping everything that makes a Corvette away. Next thing you know, they're going to take the cross flags off.
1: No, nah, I doubt you'll ever see that happen.
0: I don't I wouldn't say that.
1: All right, so let me make a stand for what you said. I mean, he's got one earlier. of those
0: fishes that killed Steve Irwin on the side of it.
1: Let, let me <laughs> That's funny.
0: I'm just saying.
1: Let me let me make a stand for what you said earlier. Who is the guy who created the Corvette?
0: He didn't create the Corvette, but he was known as the father of the Corvette. Yes. That's Zora Arkurstuntoff.
1: There you go. Now where would he come from?
0: They come from overseas he right. wasn't from here from he's Europe. not from pickens
1: right he from, from Europe. yeah all
0: i right. don't know the exact town where i would say
1: and if i'm not mistaken and i did not research this is also i'm going off knowledge that i have he worked with ferrari if i'm not mistaken correct? for a little while correct right. all right so the reason he was hired is because chevrolet won a car that competed with the european sports car and he gave him just that
0: you know what really bothers me zora Duntov is you know, known as the father of the corvette do you know when he started working for chevrolet When's that? 1955. Yeah, I know. The Corvette came out in 53.
1: Well, he... I mean, he made it cool. Don't get me wrong. He's he put, the reason it had a V8 under the hood.
0: Well, he's the reason for a lot of things with the Corvette.
1: So, you know, okay, so he comes over and he takes this Corvette platform and he makes it what, what we recognize today. Correct. And he did that with GM to produce a car that was competing against the uh, European sports car and did a fabulous job. Probably the best job you could ever do with a car, he did. And they continued that tradition, and that car kept getting better and better and better. And it kept competing with its European sports cars all through the years. Well, then somewhere down the line, European sports cars, they swapped. and They went to mid-engine cars, and they changed their technology. They went to smaller leaders and got faster. GM just just kept trudging on through in the same trail. You know what? America. Because it was working. Because it was working. That's why. Well, now you you got a car that was built to keep up with your and sports cars, and it's no longer doing that. You got Ferraris and Lamborghinis that now can outrun it. So we're going to change something. They
0: always outrun it. Well. I mean, you know, now they're running neck and neck.
1: Now I think GM has realized this and has opened their doors and took it to new heights and put the engine where it should be in this car now to keep up with the times. And it's not a new millennial thing. It's I think it's a very smart, very progressive thing. And what does it really matter? By 2023, it's going to be electric anyhow.
0: It's not going to be electric. I don't want to tell you something about this Pepe Le Pew Corvette you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Because it stinks. That's why I call it that. Well, you but know what?
1: Is, I, I think that this Corvette's going to outrun any Corvette around. You
0: know what? It may. maybe the fastest Corvette. You know what? You can strap a jet engine to the top of it. It'll outrun anything. But this is the thing. Why make it a mid-engine car? It's not that car. You're totally changing it. They might as well make a four-door one next. You know what?
1: Ferraris at one point in time weren't a mid-engine car. Exactly. And they changed it up.
0: But this is the thing. This car's been around since 1953. It's been a front-engine, rear-wheel drive car. You know, and through the years. You know, in 1963, it got the independent rear suspension. You know, I mean, I mean, there's so many things that changed. Yeah, they did was great the things. For they did brakes. great
1: things, but they never truly kept up with the times and really done what it took to keep up with what the car was built what to What are keep they up keeping against. up
0: with? It's America's sports car. There's it's no, competi- car, there's but no was, competition was, for this car.
1: It was built to compete with European sports cars, the Lamborghini, the Ferrari, the Porsche, all these. There's well, one Germany, car... Um, but still, it was it was built to compete compete with all these, and, and they dropped the ball. They never they just, man, we're going to do what we're doing. And it's been great. The Corvette's been a great car. I love a C5 Corvette. I think they're one of the best cars ever built. But in true honesty of keeping up with the European sports car, as that car was built to do, they haven't done it.
0: See, this is the thing. I think that you can change things too much. And I mean, if it's not bro I'll tell you what, I would put a new ZR1 vet up against any supercar, and it's going to give it a run for each Oh, car.
1: absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, I mean, but it's not the same platform at, look, but look, whatsoever. But look
0: at the Ferrari styling. Look at the Ferrari styling, and look at that ZR1 Corvette. What do you see? You see a blue Corvette with chrome wheels on it, and, you know, it's just trailer park badass. I mean, that's the best way to put it. And it's america i mean that's us we're different we don't have a mid-engine with a horse on the side of it you know i mean we're not those guys i mean do you think you're ever gonna see a mid-engine corvette sitting in a trailer park on cinder blocks
1: no 30 years from now you might probably but
0: (laughs) but you know what i'm saying i mean it's just it's just i don't even i can't even i mean can you imagine corvette owners popping their bonnet and putting their luggage in there
1: <laughs> i mean it really bothers I me i don't know i think it's a heartfelt change i mean especially when you look at ford and they got the gt what gt40 or whatever it is well, gt90 gt90 now but i mean i i think it's a great change i mean ford's done it they have admitted and the they car. quit you know what i'm saying they yeah. quit they quit making yeah, it's it because they price that thing it's four hundred thousand dollars that's why the corvette won't be in that price range
0: yeah, but I mean, it's only a matter of time and they're going to be doing silly stuff like that. I mean, I think they're really taking the focus off. Granted, they got the Camaro, which is still the muscle, you know, which technically it's a pony car, but they call it a muscle car. And then they have the Corvette. I just, I'm a Corvette purist, and that really to me is a slap in the face.
1: Well, like I said, you know what? Flash down a few years from now, you're not going to, have to worry about because Jim's going all electric, so it really ain't
0: Zora arkus Duntoff is cutting cartwheels in his grave. No, right I now. think
1: he's finally happy. Actually, no, I think no, no, I think he really is happy no, about it. No, this. he's crying. Him and the bald eagle are crying I I think he's happy. Now, once it jumps to an electric Corvette, that's when he'll cry because I'll be right there crying with him.
0: The all-new electric ill Corvettes. (laughs) I don't even like electric blue Corvettes, okay? That just, it's so wrong. I mean, so wrong. I mean, who wants a mid-engine Corvette?
1: (laughs) I do. I just don't want an electric one. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's, real quick, let's cap out where we're going to be in the next little bit. Um, next week, you're taking off, and you're uh, going to uh, SEMA, correct? That's right. We'll all be right.
0: in Vegas, guys, but don't you worry, we will keep you updated all on Facebook and everything else. We may even have some fun in the studio live in
1: Las Vegas. That's right. All right, November 11th is going to be the Southern Super Heavy Shootouts now in Commerce, Georgia. Then December 2nd is going to be Hawks Motorsports' second annual toy drive. A lot of great things coming your way. Uh, a lot more in this show coming up after right. this commercial break.
0: All right, guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more for you here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour.
1: On 106.3 WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
0: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.